Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, with my good friends, Peter Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do and we're going to talk about something a little different that Kindred Spirits Dog Training is introducing. It's in its pilot program, program. Experimental. <laughs> experimental stage called Work and Play. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, what it is, why it's being introduced, and some of the things that they're going to try. It may change along the way, in, in fact, with most introductory things they usually do change along the way but we'll talk about what's going to get started so why did this come about well we used to remember years ago we used to have what we um call a drop-in class <clears throat> people would come in they have an hour um and we would just kind of mix it up Gra- graduates of our basic class mm. were eligible and um we did actually, everything anybody, it was basic anybody who had take basic class and any others after basic class were it was not just before. puppy class yeah. Right. It had to be, yeah, it had to be basic. Um, and we just mixed it up. We would do obedience, and we would do games, and then... One time we had a goat. Yeah, we had distractions, <laughs> a goat. We had a big lizard of uh, some sort. Tegu? Tegu. 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 We yeah. had a goose that happened to wander by and stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't get rid of. <laughs> But All sorts he, of things. He made quite the distraction. <laughs> and so we had kind of... I don't know, we stopped that, what, Tried a couple years ago? Trying to do something ago. different each week. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. And then, I don't know, I think it just, I'm not sure what, what happened. We stopped doing it a couple years it ago. Was, it was before the COVID, remember. but I think it was during one of the economic recessions, oh, and okay. it just kind of dwindled. dwindled. Yeah. So we needed to think of something fresh. Then, of course, with this whole COVID thing, things shut down. But now that we're busy and we've got people asking, even when they do basic class, Slot wants something between to keep their them and their dogs going in, in some type of programs. Is there something between basic class and intermediate class? Or canine or good citizen. Because our classes fill up so quickly. So, that, you know, canine good citizens fulls or something else. So we came up with this fun little idea of work and play. Actually, I think you came up with the name, Kate. Did you? It's almost it's almost a little bit of a smorgasbord of of the advanced classes. You know, the tricks class is one class all in and of itself, but mm-hmm. in this work and play, we'll teach a few tricks. We have a, a little bit of intermediate in this class, and again, intermediate class is a whole separate class in itself as well. And of course, the basics just to keep them fresh and, and keeping just basic commands going. So we came up with this as a little bit of work, which is, you know, your normal sit stays, your heel, weights, just the basic commands. And then we're going to add some tricks. For fun? Just, just something different. It's like we said, it's still training, but tricks, simple tricks, like the spin, shake. Touch. Touch. One of my favorites, yeah. And then we're going to introduce some of the base, the easier of the intermediate commands, like stand, mm-hmm. which is so nice to have, whether you're brushing your dog or have to draw him off. And then games. Now, games is something new we did when we were doing that uh, drop-in class. Um, now we want to come back, and games are the like timed push-ups or 
walking with a spoon and a tennis ball in the same hand as you're holding your leash. And that's always fun to see, okay, does your dog pull on a leash or not? Especially for the dogs that are tennis ball crazy. Oh my gosh, we have a few of those. Yeah. So self-control. You gotta put the tennis ball <laughs> in the big spoon and hold that in the same hand that you're holding the leash with your dog healing next to you. Not getting the tennis ball. Not getting the tennis ball. Mm -hmm. and, and ideally not leaping for it either. <laughs> they actually, the last time we did it in advanced, yeah, we did. They yeah, did very well. The only time it happened was when the uh, the owners tripped. Uh, it was human error, not the dogs. Yeah, pulling. You uh -huh. don't have my favorite game on the list, though. Huh? Bobbing for biscuits. Uh, oh yeah, no, it's not on here. No, no. When it gets warmer, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> outside. Yeah, outside. <laughs> not in the warehouse. <laughs> That's fun though. You drop. Uh, give the owner. Box of this bucket full of it and a bucket of water. So mm -hmm. they drop the biscuit in, dog has to get it, and then give, give it, it up. Give it to you. Without yes. eating it. Yes. So it's how many biscuits do you get back soggy? Yeah. Um, is your total <laughs> win. Cisco was my hero at that. I think he did like 20 and 30 seconds one time. Grab, spit, grab, spit, spit, grab, spit. <laughs> yeah. he, he figured out the game part of it. He didn't even try to eat it. Archer was the one grab. Let me eat it really, really quick, and I'll hand. I'll grab another one. I I'll just swallow it whole. Thank you. I think we got one. Yeah. <laughs> and the one also is fun. It's the uh, musical hula hoops. So like musical chairs, you know. Well, we'll maybe Kate will sing. I don't know. <laughs> we had to stop using chairs because the people got so darn oh competitive. <laughs> And they broke a couple of chairs and knocked people backwards. So we had to go to hula hoops with the dogs sitting in them rather than people in the chairs. They do seem to be a little more careful that way. Remember yeah. the time before we moved to the training yard on East Vista Way, we did it in the long walkway on the concrete? Oh, yes. And yes. that group of people was so competitive. They're like body slamming. Body slamming each other. Shoving now, when Liv says that someone is competitive. That means they're really competitive. I really pay attention then, yeah. <laughs> it was oh like, ah, stop it to the people. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was crazy. And I think that's when we went to hula hoops. <laughs> but it's a fun way for the people to, and their puppy dogs, to practice. You know, you, you can heal for so long. Yeah. And, and this kind of does get kind of boring, even if I am leaping around creating distractions. <laughs> but when you have a game going, and especially if it's a relay game with your teammates, yes, cheering you on or consoling you, one or the other. <laughs> or you've got somebody competitive in the back going, gosh darn it, you know how to do that. <laughs> Which is why I'm not invited uh, to play. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so, we, so we wanted to show that, yes, you can have, you know, work your obedience, but then let's have some fun. And then we'll work a little bit of obedience. And then we'll have some more fun. Um, so Mix it up. I mean, an hour-long yeah. class can take a while. Yeah. When they already pretty much know the skills, so they don't need a whole lot of lecture. Exactly. This keeps them moving through most of the hour. Yep. And one of the ones we're bringing back and we haven't done in a while is the flower pot putting a treat under we're gonna have each of them have like three flower pots and they'll put a treat and the dog has to use their nose to find the treat under the flower pot so that'll be fun
The other one, which I am looking that I have here, we're going to have to do outside is heal with a cup of water. So besides the spoon and mm. tennis ball, <laughs> it's that full cup of water. Oh, then, beef broth. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you just don't, you don't, you're not the one that has to mop the floor. Um, <laughs> well, outside, but beef broth. <laughs> so you can do it on an individual basis. How much water do you come back with? Mm-hmm. Or... Do it as a team where there's a bucket at the other end. Exactly. And they have to dump their water into the first team to fill up the bucket. Mm-hmm. Wins that way. Mm-hmm. Fabulous prizes, by the way. <laughs> what have you what have you picked for prizes? We haven't gotten to A long yet. round of applause. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Yeah, I'm gonna order some chill cookies. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then one of them was actually dress up for our games. Oh, what notice your former boss. Or what if your your boss commented on... Oh, why my dog was dressed uh-huh. up in pajamas? And I gave him a mini lecture. <laughs> yes, you did. That was pretty funny. That was funny. It was in a nice but firm tone of voice. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't comment anymore. He just liked my what I said. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I think that was it, yes. But it is good for dogs to, A, be exposed to novelty and learn to go with it, B... Get used to having things on their body in case they ever need a bandage. No, Seven just got spayed. Yep. Much to her dismay, she was too long-bodied for the inflatable collar thing and had to go to the cone because the body thing didn't show up. (laughs) The tie on the back fits over the tummy. Yeah. They have a a phrase for it now, and it escapes me. Um, yeah, no idea. After surgery wear is the name of the ah. stuff. But um, it's a onesie. <laughs> it's a onesie that ties up the back usually. Yeah. Keep your dog from messing with their stitches or wounds. Leave things alone. And then uh, besides dress up wearing things, um, booties. Yeah. Teach them to wear boots, whether toenails or was it quill that had a toenail ripped out? Yeah. Was this dog's had toenails broke? Oh, Bones got used to wearing bandages on his feet real early in his life. In fact, he did it so many times he would just lift a paw. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Quill uh, still hasn't, his nail has not grown back. That's how much he ripped it out. Well, Bones' claw that he ripped multiple times now grows back deformed. And in fact, I have to watch it because it curves in so tight, it grows into his foot. Recovery suit was the term that I had heard. Oh, okay. but I also like suitical. Suitical. <laughs> that sounds like nudical. It does. I think that's my my giggle. Yeah. <laughs> or after surgery wear. I was going to use that after surgery wear for seven, but I ordered it from two different places. Both were back ordered. One's just just came a day or two ago. And she doesn't need it now. And the other one was back ordered until June 14th. So, oh so if you plan on having your dog spayed, order this quickly so, ahead yeah. of time. Yeah. yeah. But it's a nice alternative to the eat collar oh, or the yeah. eat cone. The first two days yeah. with the cone on, she didn't move much, yeah. obviously, and she's on pain meds. But then, you know, the cone weighs 10 pounds. Yeah. So it's on her head. It was very sad. <laughs> And all the other dogs and cats in the house hate it, too. Yeah, she didn't move enough for it. Uh, was the one that no, took everybody you, out. Your kitten liked it. Oh, the kitten. You know, she with, that was the best with, thing ever. With an 
eight-week-old kitten in the house at the time. Seven would be laying down with her head on the floor. Kitten and Seven get along real good anyway. The kitten climbed into the cone. Into the cone. <laughs> on top of her head and under her head and <laughs> sniffing her ears. And so there's, and of course, as soon as I moved to pick up my phone, the kitten was gone. Of course. But I'm sitting there laughing my head off. And there's a kitten crawling. It's a little bitty kitten. She's the size of Seven's nose <laughs> crawling around. And Seven's just rolling her eyes like, kill me now. First <laughs> <laughs> the cone, now the kitten. So what you going to do with Simon Sins? All right. Well, we need to take a break for our sponsors. So hold on. We've got a lot more to talk about when we get back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. So, what's your reaction, Kate, when you hear Ben and Jerry's now has dog treats? Now I won't have to share my ice cream with them anymore. Because, <laughs> you know, when anybody comes near me when I'm eating my Ben and Jerry's, they're likely to get growled at. <laughs> no, I think it's a cool idea. I've sometimes made my dogs frozen treats or gotten some that are commercially available. But considering how much I love Ben and Jerry's, it's about time my puppy dogs got to enjoy that as well. I know my ultimate favorite one is the uh, Cherry Garcia. Oh. oh my gosh. Yeah, I'll growl if anybody comes near me while I'm eating that. Um, I'm a chunky monkey freak. Yeah, <laughs> like that that way. But so also, the- I love peanut butter. And did you know that one of the new dog flavors is Ponch? It has peanut butter and pretzels. Ooh. And Rosie has pumpkin and mini cookies. That, that's M-I-N-I. I'm sure it has lots of cookies too, but they're little <laughs> small cookies. In there, mini cookies and pumpkin, which I do give my boy pumpkin in his dinner, so this would actually be a nicer way for him to get it. Yeah, so I think I would qualify mine in the freezer of my ice cream, and then I'll have to label my the dog's version of Ben & Jerry's as the frozen treat doggy dessert. And one way you can tell is instead of the black and white cow on the front of the little container, it's a black and white dog. Oh my God, that's for so the cute. dog treat. So. so yeah, you can tell which one is which because it's <laughs> their dog frozen treats are, are not designed for humans. Made with human quality ingredients, but not designed for humans. So you do want to keep them separate. And I can only give my boy a little bit, if I dare, of my own ice cream. My Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Because, yeah, it doesn't always set well with him. But now he has his own. He's going to have his own. All right. So go out there, buy some for your furry little friend there, and then enjoy together. Enjoy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. This is your host, Liz Palaika, with my good friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. You know, when we were kids, we'd do it, you know, Simon says, run, or like three steps or take three steps, two steps back, you know, stuff like that. So anyway, I was going to do the same thing as, you know, just have him walk, and Simon says, sit, or Simon says, down, then heel, and if somebody does it, and I hadn't said, Simon says, out, Mm -hmm. that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. That was always a lot of fun. We would do that on Thursday nights a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Is the owner listening? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then push-ups. We teach puppy push-ups. So 
That's always fun. Now let's add a little challenge, so we'll time them and see who how many push-ups within. I don't know, well, seconds. for this one too, you could do stand, <clears throat> sit, down, stand, sit, down push-ups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're looking, we teach stand in week one. Yeah. Or once they've had some trick training, stand, roll over, sit, Oi. down. Oh, yeah. We do all sorts of stuff. So leapfrog. Let's leapfrog. Oh, we haven't done that in a long, long time. Right? That so, was great fun. We would have, in this case, we'll do one dog will do a down. Then the other dog and the owner goes behind it and goes beside the dog, you know, six feet, follow, follow, yeah. follow protocol. And then they have to down. And then the third one will go down. So you have one, two, three. Once the third dog is down, the first one now has to go all the way past the third. You know what I'm saying? So it's one, two, three, and then one goes next to three, and then two goes next to one, and then three. Kind of, Are they actually jumping over? No. I'm not going to have to do that because I don't think that would be. No. We used to do that. <laughs> we used to do over, yeah. <laughs> we used to have a line of six Aussies, and first you do it in the heel, hop, 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 and then you leave the dog at a weight and see if he'll jump. Yep. And Call see him if, to come over. Uh-huh. Mm. That was fun. That's a trust with all the dogs. Right. Exactly. No, that wasn't with the class dogs. That was yeah, with our okay. dogs. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. yeah. So class dogs... Yeah. <laughs> trying to imagine the Papillon jumping over the Great Dane. Oh, over Benny. Oh. Over Benny. He is such a good boy. Oh. But you know what? You could work on your guys and demo it with your guys. Have yeah. the big dogs down and have Quill jump them. Because <laughs> Kate looks at Quill. <laughs> My quill, my boy, is sitting here sticking his toe in his mouth and going, nang, 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 chewing it. What? What are you doing? He looks embarrassed. You weren't <laughs> supposed to tell. I'm soaking on my toe. Those so, are good. Yeah. Three-week class just to get him a taste of it. Yep. Are you, you thinking about going back to a drop-in at some point if it works? You know, it all depends because right now we have to have our class size limit that's why we're doing this yeah that would be the hard that's, part is yeah limiting. Not, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. well even if you do this on a rotating basis mm-hmm. and say okay the people that attend this class can't come back and tell the class after next and so you get a fresh batch in and then you know take in new ones rotate the others just say you can't do this this one this one this one and this one we can't do a drop-in right now because we need to know for sure because we need the time. My gosh, we're booked out for a month advance? Yeah, we're in June. Yeah. So we're literally booked through May. We're not even in May yet. We're literally, all our classes are booked. And we have our list of people that if an opening comes up, yeah. get me in soon. We're booked and have it Which waiting. is lovely. It's great. <sighs> so we wanted to throw something else in there for the yeah. people who are waiting that who well, finished our basic want, classes. You don't want people to get so frustrated that they go elsewhere. Yeah. Right. Right. So this is just right now is like a, just a three week class that we can throw on different days of the week. So people who can't do Mondays we're gonna throw it on a Saturday, and it's just three weeks, so kind of it's easy just to pop it here and there. We've got a lot of people that want to do a therapy dog class, but we don't really feel comfortable doing well, it. Well, you can't do therapy dog work right now. I just found out last week that the facility Bones has been visiting for years, and then I've had three dogs visiting this facility, and it's not reopening. That's so sad. Period? Period. The director called me the other day letting me know that she was being transferred, and I said, well, who's going to be a replacement? How do I get, you know, when COVID lets up? And she says, 
this facility and the one in Los Angeles, are they're run by the state and are being closed. The building's going to be used for something else. All the personnel's been reassigned and they will not be reopening. Oh, man. Yeah. I understand that there are some places in the nation that are still doing visits, just not in our area. So. I think it'll be nice when they start so those people need it. Yeah. They really yeah. need it. It's going to be so important. I guess well, around here they have been doing some outside therapy visits. But but that's pretty limited. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to do a therapy dog visit six feet away. You can only do so many tricks and yeah things like that. Yeah. When what people really want to do is pet the dog. Snug and huggle and mm-hmm. hang on to the dog. Bury mm-hmm. their fingers in the fur. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Every Wednesday, Bones bugged me for about five or six months, and then he gave up. Yeah. It's a shame that they're closing that down. Yeah. It was such a good program. So when all is said and done, Bones and I will probably be looking for something different. For him, it'll have to be with kids. He just absolutely adored that. Not me so much, but him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just the weird part. <laughs> likes kids and Liz is like okay you just stay over there well especially now kids are germ factories Ooh, I've had two vaccines but no. hey you know you guys are making me sound bad anyway so that's the plan so if you're yeah. going to training with another trainer maybe talk to them have them listen to this podcast maybe they might want to try something like this or if you're a trainer listening to it think about your program because it sounds like it could be great to keep dogs and owners working and interested and having fun without repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Even if you only do one game per class? Sure. You know, to get people... I still love tic-tac-dog. Oh, Nine yeah. Nine yeah. on the ground. That's mm-hmm. another one that gets competitive. One yeah. team has to do dog sit. One team has to do dog down. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's a good way to practice a long down. Uh-huh. And do it in an atmosphere of excitement instead of everybody just standing around being very, very quiet. Yeah. Well, the excitement makes for distractions for the dogs. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I don't have to work as hard doing all the distractions. Yeah. But you do a really good job. I do try. Our advanced class just loves it. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think the students like it. The dogs have a different opinion. When it comes to the next to the last class Mm -hmm. for the advanced uh, just to let you know, I will be showing up in my T-Rex dinosaur outfit. Oh, Lordy. I was going to ask if you had done that yet. Yeah, I don't want to do it on graduation because yeah. they're already stressed out. So I'm going to do it the week ahead of time. <laughs> oh, boy. So any students who are listening. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. <coughs> I have a cough. There was face that one of our students, when Kate goes into her shed of things, you, the class goes, Oh, oh, no. <laughs> and I just start giggling. I'm like, yep, you don't know what she's going to come out with. And we had remote control mouse this past one. I'd say rat. He was big rat. enough to be a rat. Remote yeah. control rat. Um, what else did you have? The... I had the little walking, do- walk- walking oh, barking the walking... dog on a string. Yeah, the walking barking dog. Have and the dogs were doing the recalls. The ape head? Have you brought out the ape head? I've been having trouble getting it to connect with its remote control, but it is um, amazing when it is there. It, it's, it almost it is, grosses it, people out. And it, 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 people, it really is an ape head. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Yeah. Uh, Makes all sorts of noises and sounds. Wow, we make some um, really amazing toys. Wow, we. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the company. <laughs> so we had one student who, I guess, wherever 
class she went to to do, she's doing something special. She's a class that we don't offer. Um, and the person there was trying to do the distractions and she's like, they couldn't do it. <laughs> person tried, it wasn't like Kate. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll let you go. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Good Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.